day. We love the best variety music. Every day. RX Radio. Groove Cafe. It is a Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal. You know me, always excited to hear from my guests to learn something new. Now, my guest today has done so many things from what I can tell. He is the CEO of a consultancy firm called Mwalimu Consults and Language Hub. He's a passionate teacher of Kiswahili. He can teach to anyone, everywhere, at any time. And he's also a counselor as well. And I believe there's a little bit of furniture making on the side i have martin amanya joining me today welcome to the group cafe thank you so much how are you martin so good i feel so good being here with you well it's nice to have you thank you i was so interested to find out that you enjoy time in your workshop as well yeah 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 oh it's crazy amazing down there Uh uh-huh what are you working on at the moment uh clients sending uh uh, sometimes I'm the one who gets pictures. Mm-hmm. Sometimes clients don't know what they want. So you get nice pictures of furniture from online or mm-hmm. other people have done and you share and they say, we want this. Mm-hmm. The most recent we did was uh, a centerpiece table, mm-hmm. a classic centerpiece table, mm-hmm. plus a beautiful TV stand mm-hmm. and uh, a reading uh, piece of uh, chair and a table, like mm-hmm. a work uh, reading table for home. Guess what? That mm-hmm. was my classmate or schoolmate. When we were doing counseling at this university. Oh, really? She first told me what the hell she went through with carpenters. Martin, if you don't do my work, me, I'll travel. I People tell don't. you what, Martin, there's so. a carpenter we gave our <laughs> sofa to, to reupholster. Uh-huh. I'm still waiting to see that sofa. This oh, is like my. nine years later. Oh. He just disappeared I'm likely going <laughs> with to a deposit. I'm likely going to work here with some new business. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That I mean, was it. He was I mean, gone. Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. She I, just told me it's crazy out there. The last message she sent me, she was like, she was out of her home. Mm-hmm. We did the things, delivered them on time. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she came, she told me, Martin, this weekend I'm at my place. I saw the things you did. Mm-hmm. They're so amazing. I love them. She said, I love, love, love them. Oh, that's I'm nice. So that's nice. And thank you. You delivered on time. Thank you. Thank I think, you. yeah, as you said, most people are scared. <laughs> Certain people, carpenters, I mean, for a lot of people, tailors, uh, sometimes even mechanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, business rides on uh, friendships and relationships. Mm -hmm. You get it, you work on it, a working relationship has been built. You mess it up, it's been broken. And uh, the problem with that is that it paints a bad picture for even other people in the same business. Thank you. People say all carpenters, all mechanics, all... There are awesome mechanics out there. There are awesome carpenters out Mm -hmm. there. There are awesome guys doing all sorts of work where someone scared you. I guess that's why most people now try to rely on, you know, word of mouth, yeah. like someone who's had a relationship yeah, with that yeah, person. But yeah. then sometimes you can recommend someone and they also yeah. embarrass you there. Uh, but it happens. It's hard for you to say, okay. I have someone who knows this because you, you, you've seen those memes. Right? <laughs> I have my guy who can do it. And then the next thing you see, it was really messed up. Like, I know. Oh. So Martin, I want to know about you growing up. Okay. You were born in Kanungu, you said? Yes. Uh-huh. So I do not know. When we say Kanungu, everybody jumps to, oh, that you went to your side. There are some good things in Kanungu. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not I'm focusing here, on I'm, that. I'm, I'm here to clarify that, Christo. So I was born in Kanungu. Uh-huh. Um, in the family of uh, 11. Oh, big family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
raised uh, by two mothers. One of them, my biological mom, at mm-hmm. I think up to like three months or so. Mm-hmm. The picture I have at my place, I look at it. So my mom is carrying my brother and he's like, like nine months or what? I'm seeing him that young and I'm like, where was I? <laughs> so meanwhile, I was born around that time. Okay. We didn't see her a lot. And uh, mm. later, uh, dad got some, the lady who mm-hmm. came and helped us grow up. Mm-hmm. We like to say step mom. Mm-hmm. She's our mother. She's your mom. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, that's how we grew up. Eleven of us, uh, born as six with my mom, and then our other siblings, uh, uh, five of them, eleven. Mm-hmm. How many girls are they? Six, and then yeah, and four boys. That's a big family. Yeah. Was that fun growing up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got all, into all kinds of trouble. Let me tell you. Uh, there's one thing I remember that was funny. Mm-hmm. Our sisters. Before we got other siblings from our mom, mm-hmm. uh, like around that time, I think even when we had, they had been born, so they would be in the kitchen mm-hmm. all the time. They are the ones who are there singing their songs, delaying their food. Of course, that would be complaining. <laughs> but it would feel like, okay, these guys are there on their vibe for you, you are here. You. Then times of going to dig. Mm. So there's an age where you are... Like they would tell us to stay home and cook and it would feel like we also want to go because of course in the garden food finds them there and they're telling stories and And they're having so, fun. They're having fun and just see you at home cooking beans, you know. <laughs> Can't wait until they get ready. Meanwhile, when they come on, they're not ready to struggle for you. Because <laughs> all you had was to stay home and cook and And that's your only job. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh it's amazing. We had two boys then and mm-hmm. all those girls and the other boys were a little younger. Mm. Growing up with girls is like it's too different. Ones. Were you the oldest? No, I have my elder brother. Okay, okay. But I think there's something I didn't figure out, like the relationship of boys and girls. I don't know, they're not so much into us, we're not so much into them. But mm-hmm. life was happening. And it was Kawa. Mm-hmm. None of us uh but uh one thing I remember about my sister, uh huh. She never told me the truth, but I figured out later when I started. The truth a, about a what? She, eh? One time she told me she was feeling so much pain, so much pain. So she herself with the piece of cloth and I didn't know what was going on. So mm. I go to learn later that she was going through some... Oh, menstruation. Yeah, menstruation. She was having her period. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's too much. She, she lies down. Well, I think back nice. then, I don't know. Was, back was, then, uh, it was like you're not supposed to tell boys. Yeah. But now we're ha- having those open conversations. I'll tell you something how I've come to appreciate that uh, with some of these trainings we mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. When I've worked with the American Embassy, mm-hmm. with organizations like you said, mm-hmm. talking about these. And uh, even going to schools in uh, as far as... Uh, Spider where to train and actually organizations coming up to make this known. Yes. Because we're meant to be part of this equation. Mm-hmm. We're here to help. And if we don't know, we can never. Thank you, Martin. Yeah. Thank you so much yes! for that. Yes, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with menstruation. Yeah. Actually, someone said, you know, none of us would be here if that did not happen. Your mother, everyone, every woman who has a child, it has to happen. Yeah. It's no more natural. So you mentioned, you know, you've worked with so many different agencies. Yeah. Compassion International, you worked yeah. with World Vision at yeah, some yeah. point. Yeah. Um, was this said. as a consultant then or in a different capacity? So he's maybe to bring you up to speed. I come to university around 2009. Mm-hmm. I did my university first uh, degree, uh, Bachelor of Arts with Education. Mm-hmm. I finished uh, Swahili and Economics. Mm-hmm. That's how I come to be Mwalimu. Mm-hmm. I like to call me Mwalimu. <laughs> That's and, why the AKA Mwalimu. Yeah, AKA Mwalimu. <laughs> and now when you go to like churches where I pray or 
my community and say, where's Martin? Where's your money? Is that guy? Oh, everyone As, knows you and Mwalimu. Everyone knows you say Mwalimu. They'll be, ah, <laughs> Call him, he's been here. Uh, and now I think apparently with my Kangaroo Care for Picky Blinders, like, like my other identity. <laughs> Picky Blinders. Like my other new identity. So, uh-huh. I finished university around, I uh, graduated 2014. Mm. Now there's something that happened that was so frustrating. Okay. So, I didn't know that you can have university level of education and finish. And uh, they were telling us all this hula balloon. Swahili, you're going to get a job anywhere, anytime with... Mm-hmm. I looked for jobs. I applied in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I applied in primary school. To I be appl- a Kiswahili teacher? Yes, I applied in secondary school. I applied in uh, higher institutions of learning. Uh, no. Now let me qualify. Also universities. Like I didn't get a job. I was so I was shocked. Mm-hmm. And I would attach clearly my testimonial with my nice results. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I did... I think this was God. I turned the anger productive. I said, no, this is what I'm going to do. I sat down. I wrote a proposal mm-hmm. about Swahili and its uh, origin and how it was. Uh, he called that in Uganda when it came and how it didn't have good reception because of the mm-hmm. challenge that happened along the way the time yes. it came. Yes. And then uh, the good things about it, that was around 2015, 16, the suffering community was being talked about revamped because I'm told it began a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, uh, I targeted groups of media houses, schools where there's no Swahili, church groups, organizations, everywhere, radio, everything. Mm-hmm. I said I would work with this. This is my what I'm vending. Mm. Go to an organization, tell them, look guys, what's up? I teach Swahili. <laughs> you know, you guys may need this skill somehow, somewhere. So the uniqueness with my service is mobility. Mm. I can find you anywhere, anytime and teach. Whether it's a lunch break, one hour, we can do it. So I did that. I was like hawking Swahili. Oh, wow. <laughs> but along the way, uh, I got an opportunity to volunteer. I had been volunteering with the Bible Society. Uh-huh. Also got an opportunity to volunteer with the Church of Uganda Children's Ministry. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine called Reverend Richard Rukundo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in children's department. One day... He says, Martin, I know your passions. What? You love working with the young people. Children, come, we go together. Mm. We went to, I think, Katikati. So that was a meeting. As a program that was being started. That was a time when, uh, I think, violence against children in schools was really at the peak. Mm. The government of Uganda, through the Ministry of Education, had come up with a national strategic plan to end violence against children in schools. Mm-hmm. And that policy was uh, part of uh, the activities that we're going to be doing was uh, a program called Journeys mm. through you said uh, Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was uh, the whole theme about it was uh, building positive and supportive school climate uh, free from violence. Mm. Something I'm very passionate about Thank too. You. <laughs> that threw me like miles until so while I didn't have any full-time job or everything uh, but that is where I threw all my energy, my effort. I loved it. Mm. So when uh, the big boy got busy, mm-hmm. <laughs> when Reverend got busy, they would say, Hey, Martin, are you available? So I came and they saw my passion, they saw my energy. They're like, I think you can use this guy. I find that amazing. Even though, yes, you had the qualifications, yeah. but it's your volunteering and your passion yes. that actually opened doors for yes. you right there. Yes. And sometimes yes. it's the other way around, right? Yeah. You have to just have faith. Yeah. And believe yes. you're doing your best out yes. there. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I think I've come to a place of what I do now also with, uh, I love mentorship. 
Mm-hmm. I love supporting people. I love sharing my story with people mm-hmm. to help them take lessons from there so they don't fall in the ditches I fell in. What I'm uh, doing is uh, I help young people after university to know that you know when they ask you for how long have you been working mm. before you come to how much you've been earning. <laughs> we need to know how much. <laughs> have you put your skills to work anywhere? Yeah. So if there's an opportunity to volunteer at uh, RX Radio, even if it's cleaning the floor, even mm-hmm. if it's uh helping Crystal get her files organized while she prepares to come. It's something. Mm-hmm. If you went to ask for a job on another radio and say, I've been helping someone actually put their files together. Oh, that is an advantage need... to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone sees, first of all, you're out there. Yeah. It's And you're one, willing to you're work. You're willing to work. <laughs> There's a, an attitude towards work. You're positive. You have energetic. You want to put what you have to you know, mm-hmm. task and then uh, make a difference out there. Mm-hmm. Besides just living. Okay. Yeah. I love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> yes. You yeah. can't just sit there doing nothing yeah. and complaining. And yes. many people are stuck in that cycle. Yes. Of yes. just, yes. you know. And God has blessed us with a lot. Mm-hmm. There's so much like, you can there do. There are a lot of things I find myself doing that was not trained formally mm-hmm. in my education system. Like what? If it was, I think, in the public speaking arrangement, I do... Uh, professional I'm seeing on events mm-hmm. as in there's a dollar you earn there <laughs> yeah <laughs> if it's a weekend, very very yeah. welcome <laughs> this is really uh, say by the grace of God that money that someone is working to earn in a month mm-hmm. when that opportunity is there and you're going to deliver well someone can give you that money even me I shouldn't say someone else hours. let me say mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. the money I may be toiling to get at the end of the month mm-hmm. with very uh, Early morning, I was seven o'clock, you know, going and coming back late in the evening, tired and burnt out. Someone gives you that money in five hours. That's uh-huh. Blessings. How can I explain that? Blessings. Bless God. So, yeah, I, I love to challenge them out there that uh, whenever there's an opportunity, the mm-hmm. attitude should be serving. Mm-hmm. The attitude should be serving. Money is, uh, can never be the sole motivation. Yeah. I normally tell them that when it comes and it's a token of appreciation, mm. it makes it all better. So, yeah. <laughs> so, that's... Uh, we challenge people to serve. Let's, whenever there's something to do, feel free. Get in there, do it. Actually, it's that way that I identify you. Because mm-hmm. imagine, uh, uh, let me use this as an example. Uh, you have some guy or some lady walked in here and said, uh, Chris, I like you show. If there's anything I can do to make it better or help mm-hmm. you along the way, please mm-hmm. let me know. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, uh, this is what I do. Do you find anywhere you can fit in and do something? And he says, yes. So, now, if there was an opportunity here at RX Radio, yeah. really, do you need to put it out there? Mm-hmm. You say, this girl is here. When she helps me with this, I think she can also do this as her job. Yes, and, and that is, is how her. the door opens for yes. you because you're already finding a way to and be right there. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's, uh, there's some kind of crazy thinking that we young people have. Of I finish university with my first class degree, land a big job, and two million my first salary. <laughs> and I'm like, boys, like guys, relax, relax. Calm down. <laughs> Come, we were there. We were there. We applied. Unless and you've done something that is yeah. really specialized and yeah. in high demand. Yeah. You have to think really creatively. You need to put in the hours. You need mm-hmm. to put in the time. You need to... But also the attitude. You can sit at home with your first degree and think like, ah, they're going to advertise. So if you have the skill but you've not been having the experience mm-hmm. now, there's someone who did not get that first class so it's not having as best grades as you have. But they've been putting their tests, you know, Mm-hmm. So they have something to offer from experience. And yeah. 
this because to be there. honest in the job market or mm-hmm. once you get to the workplace they are not looking for your papers yeah 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 they're not looking for your papers. Your papers uh, aren't going to do the job. Know, you are going to do the job, I've right? I met some guys who say, you know, I look at you first time and we speak in five minutes and I know that this is the kind of talent I want. I'm like, you guys, like, that's that's so unfair. But he says, that's it. Mm-hmm. We talk, you tell me what you've done and where you've been and your attitude about work. And I'm like, I won't even look at your papers. I know that this is the guy who has what we want. Mm-hmm. We'll find out what he has. But most times you find that actually the grades are in there because someone comes to that level because it takes a lot of conscientiousness, mm-hmm. task-orientedness, goal-orientedness mm-hmm. to be able to accomplish a task and uh, someone can look at it and say, so that also comes in your training. Mm-hmm. But you can't just sit and uh, hold your hands. And expect and wait. This, uh, I watch movies. <laughs> okay. You'll be shocked. I love animations. I love you do. animations. I watch all of them. Almost gave you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so which one are we going to talk about now? So I watched uh, Bigfoot. Uh-huh. Yes, I love Bigfoot. So Bigfoot and uh, uh, the last one, I think, of the father. Mm-hmm. So this guy goes to Alaska. Guys are doing fuel and spoiling the community. And uh, he says he feels the passion to go and rescue this community. And uh, mm-hmm. he made a video and posted it on YouTube. It got, I don't know, two views. <laughs> And I think it was his son, they were at home watching. And I like, oh, yo, like... <laughs> You're the only people. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I think it was him and the son and the wife. And there were three, <laughs> three views. And I think they were like, oh, dad, poor dad. Like, what is this you're trying to make of yourself? I know. But then, over time, when it's posted and they say, I think the son and some other young people picked up the vibe and like, let's put this out. Maybe it can... Mm-hmm. It later goes viral uh-huh. and everybody's eyes is on Alaska. Mm-hmm. You guys have brought that, the oil mining, whatever, and spoiling the vegetation mm-hmm. and the community the out there. The awareness went out. And mm-hmm. they're guarding the place so heavily and stuff. And So later, uh, it turns out that actually the story ends in when uh, I think the governments and bodies come to rescue over the place and, uh, mm-hmm. you know. To protect so, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It's funny that I would tell other friends of mine that I watch movies sometimes with pens and the book. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so, now that one you're on your own. <laughs> yeah, but not all. Not all. Like once in a while, now I you know. But there's some book. things you but, can take yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. You need to take a lesson from. That's why you don't just watch for. Sometimes you watch for mm-hmm, entertainment only. Yeah. But sometimes something. Actually, even when I don't intentionally pick a pen and a book. But sometimes I pause. I'm like, I need to get this written down. Mm-hmm. So he said, mm-hmm. and this is what I've picked on as also a life slogan, is that uh, it doesn't matter who you are and where you are, like anyone can make a difference. Mm-hmm. So regardless of who you are, where you are, and I add like, like whatever it is, uh, get to do it. You can make a difference. Mm-hmm. So I challenge the thinking of us of being burnt out, trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. I say instead of focusing on making a living, think about making a difference. Making a difference. Making a difference actually attracts the money that you need to make a living. So yeah. <laughs> you need to just change the narrative and you have a clear attitude to work. I mean, you want I like that you said, you know, that attitude to work. I feel like that's attitude to life. What you're talking about. Yeah, actually, it's an, to it's an approach to life, generally. Mm-hmm. To know that uh, besides the trainings we get and whatever, there's a lot that God has endowed with, you know, mm-hmm. that, that uh, you can speak. You can encourage people. You can pray for someone. You can fix their sandal. You find a place and say, you know, people are in town. You can teach a skill. You can teach a skill. You can, 
you started to be a Swahili teacher and jobs are not coming your way, you can come up with the a people, project. Yeah, come up with a plan. <laughs> tell people at church after service that you guys actually can do homeschooling. I can come home and mm-hmm. teach your child some basic Swahili skills and you know and go out there and uh, share your gift. Mm, put yourself share your gift. out there. Put yourself there. out there and uh, let people know what you were able to offer in your circles and other places. I think I think that's important. Okay. We don't get that in our training. I think I'm getting a, an idea of what you do at Mwalumu Consults and Language <laughs> Hub. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. But I know that you're also a counseling psychologist. Yes, at, yes Is yes. it Safe Places? Yes, Safe Places Uganda. Okay, well, how awesome. long have you been doing that? Ah, this is about uh, five years. But mm-hmm. getting into counseling uh, is about over seven years. About seven years. Yes, mm-hmm. I should tell you that, Christo, you're a counselor in some way. Oh, why? Almost everybody is because we cancel <laughs> each other every day. Someone goes like, "Ah, oh, feeling a headache." You're like, "You can take some painkillers." <laughs> Where did you get that? Who are you? What's the authority? <laughs> now you want everyone to walk around feeling big. Everyone is you know? a counselor, but you're so, right. In some yeah, way or yeah, another, you can help. Yeah, we influence mm-hmm. people's opinions and uh, mm-hmm. their decisions about life. There's something we call in counseling a uh, board of directors. One of the tools we use about decision making. Mm-hmm. Like each one of us has people in their lives who influence their decisions. And uh, may I say probably ultimately mm-hmm. to meet God. Okay. Uh, when we've talked about it, laid back and forth and then I pray about it and, you know, mm-hmm. I have to be sure that this is God glorifying. I'm not just being my own self-made man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I finished my first degree and I'm uh, a church boy, God born again in uh, 2012 mm-hmm. while at university I've done some crazy stuff out there <laughs> yeah and uh, I changed my life that's 2012 and uh, become so much involved with church and uh, church activities so I've finished my first degree jobs are not coming around and but somehow I would be so much involved with young people's mm-hmm. uh, camps fellowships Bible study groups trainings and I talk to people when someone shares with you something and then you feel a conviction to give them more time. Talk with them and then later pray with them and let them go because mm-hmm. that's the best you can do. And then later I feel like, ah, oh, the thing is good. Feels, <laughs> you know, it works both ways. Yes. The counselor and the counselee. <laughs> you live both in college sometimes. Counselee. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh-huh. the counselor, you live... You live more encouraged because by telling the other person more like you're, you're also, also reinforcing for yourself. Eh? By the way, you also need to keep going. You're also not going through the best, but That's while true. you're giving, that is a gift, by the way. Eh? <laughs> yeah. You're also reminding yeah, yourself it's of more these like things. You're also being reminded of these promises and assurances and uh, how life really has to continue moving and how you need to pick up yourself and not, you know, cry over spilled milk. Mm-hmm. So I get amazed at it and I say that I prayerfully consider to say, God, you think if this is something you want me to do, mm-hmm. let me now, uh, I think it would be good to take in a formal skill. Because sometimes people come, uh, they're so broken and uh, what we're used to at church is give you a verse, is uh, mm. uh, stir you up and, and sometimes someone needs to sit down and sometimes you don't need to say anything. Mm. Listen to them, listen to what Christo has and by the way, let me tell you that you are amazing at doing that. <laughs> and the first time people have told me, but see that girl, this is the way she does things, and <laughs> and hey, then there's the way she treats people. They share their stories, and I'm like, huh. Oh. I have a friend of mine who I <laughs> talks about. I should say her name here. She's called Princess. Well, thank you, Princess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
I get in there, mm. I go to do a Master's of Arts in Counseling Psychology okay. to gain formal skills on how I can maybe relate more with people before I use my um, uh, biblical background. Yes, to, your, your faith to, as yes, a foundation. Yes, my faith mm-hmm. to, to support them. So I get in there with faith. I didn't mm-hmm. have fees. <laughs> Uh, it's a funny story. I had the 50k it's care for the fees, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was the 50k I got after some hustle for application. Mm. So I applied. Mm. For the masters? Yes, for mm-hmm. the masters of arts and counseling psychology at the School of Psychology at Macquarie University. So I get in there. It goes through and they're like, yeah, they will come us on board. We're about 15. We started and then we remained four of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was quite a journey. I learned quite a lot mm-hmm. about human psychology, our individual differences, and you know, and and then so I get all these basic counseling skills. We do a lot of workshop, practicum, like hands-on mm-hmm. sessions, and that's what we are, you know, uh, assessed about and with. And then, yeah, so it does quite a lot on me. And uh, one time. But I so much love to do with addiction counseling. So they asked us to do interventions at university. Okay. So at university, that's what practicum, like it's internal practicum. They give us places around university mm-hmm. to do counseling with the students now. Mm. She tell you that's not easy work. Those students don't come for counseling. They don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not only those students. All Ugandans, I think most of them... <laughs> Africans, the idea of counseling is still so a very perfect. new concept, but more people are like, warming you want up to talk now. To me, with counselors, okay. <laughs> okay. What's new? What's new? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. someone I know once said, "I know what they're going to tell me. I know yeah. everything they're going to tell me." So, I'm like, what kind of comment is that? Yeah, you mm-hmm. have completely no idea. Even the person you've not met, you don't know what. Because in counseling, actually, things unfold. Mm-hmm. We relate as we talk, as I get to hear what you're saying and tell Look, you how. Sometimes we think you're going in to talk about one thing and then know, something and then, else. Yeah, it spills over and the next thing you're crying and you're like, oh, you didn't prepare for this. <laughs> but that's it. That's the yeah. healing. The healing mm-hmm. is happening and there's a lot that we bottle up and and sometimes I may not even tell you anything. You just want someone to pour out too. Yeah, I talked to, to a young listen. man yesterday the night. It was a long day and uh, Mm-hmm. So uh, a young man reached out to Janet and Janet asked me, Malimu, you want to reach out to someone? There's a young man here who needs some help. I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. She has the contact and uh, the young man was struggling with uh, suicidal thoughts, actually, tendencies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had a long day. Then I get home around nine. Okay. And I had promised to call him. So I ended up calling him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even when it was towards the end, I asked him, is this okay? Time for us to talk? He said, yeah. We talked by... Like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I told you I do counseling sessions on phones. Mm-hmm. Everything has like, changed now. You yeah. can't even so, Skype and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So by the time we were done, he was like, like I, every time I get someone to speak to you about what I'm going through and they tell me how they understand it and what I need to do about it, I get so encouraged. But even if, by speaking it out alone, I feel like there's a heavy laden lifted off my shoulder. Mm. Yes. It's important to talk. It's important to speak to the right people. Together, it's like, yeah. (laughs) So I slapped in the framework and yeah. So back to what we are saying. Mm -hmm. Counseling at university. So uh, we do an assessment. It needs assessment. And I find out that I was at Tinkuruma and Sibira. Okay. <laughs> it's a place, a place called even Colombia those days. These guys smoke <laughs> weed, drink alcohol. And, and that's where you were. Yeah, that's where I was. And I'm there, counselor in my room. And 
then doctor tells us these kids will not come to you you need to go outside to went them. to each and every door mm-hmm. in those two halls that big with about three floors one hole back and forth another hole I would plan my days mm-hmm. so somehow they say okay you are here and then I went to the staff the non teaching staff the administration at the hall ladies who do washing at the kitchen mm-hmm. that's when I found out what counseling is in Luganda uh-huh what is it oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> I've given you, you have to explain <laughs> that very well so when I tell these ladies that I do counseling those who are washing clothes for students they're like I, I told them I'm a counselor and they counsel and they come oh no oh I else see I like no <laughs> so I asked one of them like oh my famously we knew HIV counselor then uh-huh. that one is easy to explain yes in when they say um who is I don't know how they say look and like that one was obvious yeah so this thing of a general therapist counselor is like just so to... she tells me one of them who knew I think but english and uh, she tells me in luganda they say okubulirira okubuda buda and as like yo <laughs> so this is it now like it went that far so we do the needs assessment i uh, analyze the data and i find out that the biggest uh, psychosocial problems are coming up were about drugs drugs so uh, yeah mm-hmm. so purpose to do uh, and we have actually one of the course uh, as we do in our in our, our program mm-hmm. called addiction counseling mm-hmm. and i loved it it teaches you a lot mm-hmm. and what made it so exciting dr devora alexara yes. made it so practical so she said choose something you love as we are starting the class okay and uh, get off that thing until we're done this class I'm like no what? so you leave the thing you yeah, love yeah if it's tv you don't watch tv no more mm-hmm. like throughout that course okay if it's to understand sugar, yeah actually because addiction comes in so many different forms so hard to hold yourself from doing that like you go back come you're going to take it, you realize it. you already have scooped a spoon of sugar from the bowl and you realize oh i love sugar because so actually, much we, no sugar yeah actually we wrote letters mm-hmm. like, like a sweetest lovely romantic letter this thing you loved so much and now you're letting go of it and telling it like what oh, I just can't like as hard <laughs> as it could get that's a nice lesson actually <laughs> so we get in there so after I do an intervention there I got some guy who spoke to the people and my professor then Dr. Barbara also Fire Streets so that was it and then she finds out I have a passion in that and uh, there's a slot mm-hmm. at uh, the place in Uganda and one of my colleagues who had finished some time ago was working there confidence as him mm. all those are amazing stuff <laughs> betty and many others okay uh, janet is amazing i should tell you that also here so you are but, talking to a lot of people like you said before a lot of people don't understand it but i feel like people are having a better understanding of how yeah. important counseling yeah, is yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. and therapy yeah 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 so when they ask you need a male uh, counselor in addiction counseling you need one so doctor recommends me and uh, I got self places Uganda. Ah, okay. Self places Uganda is amazing. <laughs> so that's so, where we are. Yeah. So unfortunately, we're about to run out of time and mm. I want to hear about your workshop. I want to hear about the carpentry, how you started. Is that your form of therapy? <laughs> mm? I started carpentry interestingly in the lockdown. All right. So everything was stuck. Uh normal movements and uh, there's a carpenter nearby 
mm-hmm. who had uh, gotten things from so he was doing good work mm-hmm. so I got him and like you know what I have interest here so we could partner and do business okay yeah so uh-huh. it's like cause I'm like so this is what I'm going to be doing for now mm-hmm. uh, mine is uh, to get business okay and to get this business is well fixed mm-hmm. because we need quality and we need to do this on time mm-hmm. so it's that like that and later then I get to settle in there and establish Mwalimu um, Furniture now mm-hmm. we do Okay, so now it's Molly Move Furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So just, uh, right there, after Nicodemus. <laughs> yeah, with the boys out there, we get orders, do, and give people back their work. Good work. Now, young people in Carpentry are amazing. I know mm-hmm. there are those oldies also who are stuck with quality and standard, and but the new ideas also coming up, and uh, the people who are youthful. Mm-hmm. There's this thing we say, actually, this thing, a slogan, you ask for it, we make it for you. Like, Whatever you see it online or whatever you feel like cannot be done in Uganda. Guys will see it on it and analyze it and just we'll fix it. Actually, I was talking to someone recently and we were talking about how um, even if when you pass a lot of workshops mm. and their work is out there, mm. you know, on display in the yeah. street, yeah. back in the day, you'd pass one after the other after the other. It was always the same. Yeah. It was exactly the same, yeah. same bed, same that yeah, little dresser yeah, that yeah, has a yeah. mirror with the but, but the, the drawers. Now you see so much variety. The round ones, uh-huh. the these, and you know, ladies. I love can, to see it. You know, <laughs> and then that all sorts of center tables, there are all sorts of this interior kind of uh, fittings on the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of good, interesting stuff and. Uh, it's amazing. So it's exciting times. You yeah. can really push yourself as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I should it's be saying um, Mwalimu. I was going to say Martin. <laughs> but Martin. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank Martin. you so much for You're joining welcome. me on the Groove Cafe. Yeah. Um, I can tell your passion is really with people, yes. with the youth, reminding youth. them, yeah, um, yeah. you know, the right attitude for yeah, life. For life. Mm-hmm. Wow, Finding your yeah. gifts. Yeah. 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 Teaching Swahili. Swahili all the way. You, you I had still a class do that? Morning. I do. Oh, okay. We didn't talk about that because time is running out. But Swahili, that's also is at the heartbeat of. Mm-hmm. So even now I'm running online Swahili classes. Online Swahili. I did a class today morning. Okay. To How eight. many times a week? Uh, three days a week: Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. and seven to eight. Okay. Before now for someone out. who's like, aha! Now yeah. I've got that information. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, I can share my number is that fine mm-hmm. okay so my number is zero seven zero three four three uh three five nine six okay that's the whatsapp okay and you can send an email to at gmail Consults at gmail.com yeah yes, alright well thank so you much. again for coming in for sharing with me thank you and yeah just sharing your good energy thank you <laughs> so lovely and so kind of you thank you for hosting me my pleasure great <laughs> Groove Cafe.